Good morning, say Paul. This is your Umbuji foodie, Wesley Wright. As always, thank you so much for tuning in with us this morning on a beautiful Saturday morning. Man, I'm telling you, if you have not been outside, you're missing out. So, I hope your day has been going well so far. But as you know, this is a show about food. <laughs> you know, I always bring you information about good food in the St. Paul area or surrounding neighborhoods, as always. And, you know, this is no different than, well, this week is no different. But, you know, I'm always excited about bringing you information about uh, events or items that are in your local area that, or items, I should say restaurants in your local area that you should be visiting. Got lost on, got caught on the chair. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> the embarrassing moments of live, being live. <laughs> anyway, um, again, you know, this is a food show. If you, if it's the first time that you're listening to or tuning in uh, to the Umbuji Foodie, please note that uh, it is a show again, all about food. Um. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about myself or the show itself, and even some places that we've already visited, uh, please visit you know social network, which is Facebook, uh, and also Instagram. Facebook, you could find us uh, or find me. It's not us; it's me, <laughs> the Umbuji Foodie. And then, of course, all the delicious places or dishes that I've had in various places, you can see them on uh, Instagram. Uh, and that uh, the Instagram is the underscore unbougie foodie. If you are on Twitter, I'm also there as well. So at unbougie foodie, um, make sure you're you know visiting the page. If you want to leave a comment or talk about anything, uh, please feel free to do so. Um, and as a matter of fact, if you are interested in just making a comment about today's show, please feel free to um, call in on, on our wonderful call-in line at WEQI, which is 651-200-3479. Again, that's 651-200-3479. So I just kind of want to get right into it. And I know that you all know that I've visited a number of places or have visited a number of places, but putting it out there for yourselves as listeners to the show uh i kind of want to get your opinion too on you know what do you have you ever really had like a, a bad experience or at a restaurant if you would um or you had an idea that okay this is not going to go as well as i think it is whether it be I don't know if you want to call it intuition uh, or something else, um, but you know certainly if you have some had some experience, and we're not talking about you know naming any type of restaurant or whatnot, um, but just you know your thoughts on what what gave you any type of clue as to you know gosh this might not be the 
best experience that I'm going to have uh, uh, you know, at this restaurant. So I'll be we'll be touching on that subject um, really um, soon. So again, if you have any thoughts or opinions on that, um, you know, the calling number again to the show is 651-200-3479-651-200-3479. There are a few places that are new, if you would, and I'll just talk about one or two of them. Um, ones, one that I know that I, I've already made plans with a friend. And so if you're out and about in whatever part of the city, whether it be St. Paul or Minneapolis, <laughs> and as far as Wyzetta, <laughs> um, you know, please, uh, if you're listening to us on the TuneIn app and the places that I talk about, uh, if you Feel free to give a shout out to the restaurants or visit the restaurants that I'm going to be mentioning on today's show. Because, you know, our focus for the Ambuji Foodie is definitely on east side of St. Paul. Um, but for listeners that are throughout the city, it, this is also giving you an opportunity to, to learn about new uh, and exciting restaurants or uh, food places that you could go to and enjoy some really great food now i have not been to this first place that i'm going to talk about but um you know if what they're saying about the menu and uh gosh you know how they're preparing the food uh, i am so looking forward to this in more ways than one um the 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 place i'm referring to is baja house um, and if you're wondering how that's spelled, it's B-A-J-A. So those that have lived in or know about Tijuana or Baja, California, they know how to pronounce that. <laughs> but uh, Baja House, H-A-U-S, um, it's going to be it's a tropical place. Uh, it's a dining uh, for the western portion of the city is going way west so again this is out in Wyzetta Uh, so the address for that is 830 Lake Street East Um, again that's in Wyzetta and if you want to find out more information about uh, Baja House you could certainly go to their website which is BajaHouse.com definitely check out you know their menu but we're going to be talking about that briefly but um you know it's interesting because you know they are uh they're referred to as a coastal grill um they are <laughs> i like the description that they've given it but um it's a mexico by way of japan type of restaurant you know uh, you'll have fish tacos uh anything that is uh, seafood related um and of course, is going to bring you back to Mexican food. Although they're not trying to do it authentic Mexican, they're putting their own spin on it and, and whatnot. But when you think of the types of um, Mexican food that uh, is out there or that you're most likely familiar with, like uh, ceviche. Uh, mole. If you haven't had mole, people, I'm telling you, mole. Uh, my friends that are listening that are 
uh, Latin American or uh, Mexican, Hispanic, please inform your other friends <laughs> that are not familiar with mole uh, that they are missing out on a wonderful dish. Um, again, they're going to be making fresh mole at at Baja House. Um, and of course, they have you know your adult beverages if you'd like. You know if you because you know you really just can't have Mexican food or even tacos without having some type of adult beverage. So you know they'll have their margarita, maybe tequila or whatever, whatnot, but other cocktails. But again, more importantly about the food. Um, one thing that they wanted to point out or I wanted to point out um, is that they are going to be making all their tortillas from scratch. So they are literally grinding their own corn and preparing that those tortillas fresh. So it's not I prepackaged and then warmed up or it's like, no, they're doing it in house. But gosh, just to talk about a number of things that are on the menu. I mean, I'm looking at, uh, uh, for example, uh, shrimp and basil um, taquito. Uh, that is chipotle and ma- uh, basil marinated shrimp uh, in guajillo sauce. Uh, that's co- uh, along with um, cotija cheese and lime cream. So if you like taquitos, um, the shrimp and basil mixture that they're going to be uh, preparing that with. It sounds delicious. Uh, I know that I'm have plans to go there tomorrow. So hopefully, uh, Brad, if you are listening, <laughs> we're making plans to do that. Please let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just kind of reaching out. So anybody else that wants to go, you're welcome to meet us at uh, YZ at 830 Lake Street East. <laughs> you know, we're going to Baja House tomorrow. Um Grilled steak tacos, uh, cocoa rubbed, shaved cabbage, guajillo sauce, uh, yeah, chicken tinga. Uh, if you like a bit of spice with your, you know, chicken or with your taco, in this case, it's slow cooked chipotle chicken, chipotle that smoky uh, flavor, um, but still a little bit of heat, not one that's unbearable, and I know. Sometimes, folks, regarding Minnesota spice, (laughs) uh, don't be afraid to have some Chipotle because Chipotle is good for you. (laughs) It adds that additional smoky flavor. And I'm I'm not even talking about, you know, like Worcestershire or anything like that. No, or even paprika. Chipotle is on a different level um, because it adds that that added heat um, just enough. And of course, you could always add more, you know, why not add a serrano uh, or a jalapeno with whatever dish it is that you're doing. Chipotle diversion, sorry. <laughs> but along with that chicken tinga, the other ingredients are, of course, raw onions and then cilantro. All of that is uh, prepared uh, again um, in the taco style. Um, gosh, the... And, you know, it's not I won't say surprising, but considering that one, it is uh, these are foods, Mexican um, style food that 
you could share you could go there by yourself but who likes to go by themselves or eat by themselves you know if you have to you have to but go with friends and enjoy yourself these you know they they have different sections if you would there's a share portion which you know most likely are larger portions or that you're going to share with you know two or three people or more um if you like oysters and tequila and this is again food so if you like oysters you could have three oysters for $15 or six oysters for $30 but again you know oysters are uh, a natural okay you have it's an acquired taste but it is supposed to be an aphrodisiac of food <laughs> I don't know how true that is for me it would most most likely be strawberries strawberry covered chocolate with fruit dip that has been piped in which maybe one day you'll have the opportunity to have that from the Ambuji foodie you never know um they do offer chips and salsa chips and salsa you know there's guacamole there's pico de gallo uh and so it's a nice chips and salsa type of presentation because for ten dollars here you're getting the house made um you know chips if you would guacamole pico de gallo and also uh, a sleeper salsa so gosh how can you go wrong with that and who does not like elotes, elotes? And if you're not familiar with elotes, um, yeah, you need to go to Burrito Mercado <laughs> uh, down in St. Paul uh, on Cesar Chavez Boulevard and have some elotes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I can't speak more about elotes you know if if you not had it you need to tell you ask your friends your Mexican friends why have you not told me about elotes and all of the other taco types that you could have <laughs> anyway with Baja House um, again as I mentioned these different sections that they have um, they they do get a bit the larger the portion like they have a section called La Familia uh, and you know, of course, for thirty-one dollars, you get heirloom um, tomato. This is a guajillo uh, rubbed steak, so it's heirloom tomatoes, chimichurri, chimichurri uh, avocado, and you know, crisp crisp onions or crispy onions. So it's a large plate. You're going to be sharing it with friends at the table. Um, scallops. Uh, that's with chorizo. How many? Uh, marinated wild mushrooms and pineapple sauce um, just think of the freshness of the scallops and then of course that sweetness that the pineapple offers and then a mixture of the the mushrooms and then you still have a little bit of a little bit of heat from the chorizo because chorizo in some instances uh, are a bit spicy uh, I'm quite sure they'll probably be using just a mild spice on the chorizo uh, or type of chorizo. But that entire mixture altogether, that's referred to as the diver caught scallops. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot to actually choose from. Uh, and again, there's more of the La Familia. There's uh, the Baja Red Snapper, which is thirty five dollars that has grilled pine- pineapple salsa. 
uh, pumpkin seeds, orange, lime, uh, lemon, and lime. Um, and that's, of course, over their snapper. So if you like fish, again, this place is all about seafood and bringing you things, uh, these dishes that are bright and fresh uh, and tasty. Uh, just how can you go wrong with having any type of seafood dish, especially if it's prepared uh, Mexican style? Uh, I am per- personally <laughs> looking forward to having a good ceviche. Now, weeks ago, when I talked about being at the Food and Wine, I know that I mentioned two places that have really good ceviche, or at least the s- samples that they put out had really good ceviche. Uh, one was Psycho Susie's. Thank you, Psycho Susie. And Ocean Air. And Ocean Air uh, really had, you know, I, I, I know that Ocean Air uh, is, you know, uh, pricey. I'm just going to be honest about that. Pricey. Um, for, I'll say, you were one individual. And for myself, I would say that I would save up and do that on a on a, a um, on a special occasion. Uh, something that I know that is really, really, really <laughs> it's going to be memorable, if you would. Not to say any other places, but you know, when you want to go have really great seafood, the places like Ocean Air is where I'm I'm looking at. So, anyway. I know that they have really good ceviche. Here at Baja House, they also offer opportunity for you to have some ceviche. So, if you're not familiar with ceviche, look up on recipes online to just check and see how how simple some recipes can be. I mean, it could be as simple as adding, you know, shrimp, uh, shrimp onions lime juice some tomatoes uh maybe some olive oil salt and pepper you know to taste Uh, again we could talk about ceviche and all the different types that are available and you know adding uh white fish in it or whatever type of fish that you're interested in um to for your taste baja house offers yellowtail ceviche as well as a tuna ceviche so Gosh, can you imagine what these, I mean, we're in the Midwest and it's not often that you are reminded of, you know, if you've lived on the West Coast or and gone to Mexico um, and just tasted really great ceviche, here we have Baja House that is actually giving us a, a taste of those bringing back memories of places that we've either gone to lived in so yeah that tuna of you know sounds amazing because it's lightly dressed and tossed with kiwi papaya serrano um, pepper that is and scallions oh gosh it, that tuna yeah wonderful anyway <laughs> So once again, if you are interested in going to Baja House, you know, they had a silent grand opening on the 29th. So they opened at 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. that day. Yes, there were, I guess, a soft opening or pre-opening, you know, other 
uh, foodie celebrity foodie hosts and so forth had an opportunity to uh, participate and taste some of their wonderful food um yeah, the Umbuji Foodie is not one of those individuals. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> but still, that does not stop me from sharing with you all uh, yeah, someplace new. Uh, so even if it's, you know, fine, we live over here in St. Paul. Uh, I'm not discrediting St. Paul at all because I love St. Paul. And definitely the east side. But if you want to also have a really great seafood experience, you may have to go to Baja House because it's new. That's the real reason why I'm telling you about it because it's new and because I know I would like to go there to get that feeling of nostalgia of living down in Baja California and going to places like Puerto Nuevo uh, and Rosarito. Uh, Ensenada and having fish tacos or shrimp uh, ceviche yeah so Baja House they're located at 830 Lake Street East again YZ uh, and if you would like to find out more information about them please again visit their website at BajaHouse.com and yeah you'll see all those wonderful uh, be able to look at those wonderful dishes or at least look at the descriptions and let your mouth water even more. So, okay, so uh, there, I'm not, I have not had the opportunity to have Middle Eastern uh, food uh, here in in St. Paul. Um, yeah, and I'm a person that likes to have a wide variety of I have a wide variety of tastes. Um, so it's not just, oh, I only have this or I'm, uh, I'm not willing to taste that. It's like, nope, I will try a dish for the first time. And I know, I just know that I'm, I am going to love it because I am a person that loves to learn about other people's cultures and the foods that they eat and so forth. So, Middle Eastern is one that I have not really delved into as much. However, if you are interested in finding out, uh, well, going to a Middle Eastern restaurant within the St. Paul area, there is a new deli that's been opening that's opened up actually uh, in uh, the East neighborhood in uh, East. Well, in St. Paul, I'll put it the Merrimack Park East neighborhood in St. Paul. Um, and it is the name of the place is called Zaid and Zayater. I think I pronounced that correctly. Zaid and Zayater. They're located at 1626 Selby Avenue. That's in St. Paul. Uh, they do. They have a Facebook page. So you will have to go to Zaid and Zayater. STP. So, and I'll spell that because I know that might sound a little bit confusing, but it's Z-A-I-T-A-N-D-Z-A-A-T-A-R-S-T-P, like St. Paul at the end. Um, so if you go to their Facebook page, you'll be able to see they do not have a website up as yet. So 
you know their facebook page you know they posted the a menu and it's a great you know menu at least from what they have uh indicated um you know i have not had i do not believe uh baba ganoush <laughs> uh they also have lentil soup uh tabule i think is how it's pronounced um what chicken and beef shawarma falafel and you know a number of other items as well but again uh you would see all of those items on their on the menu on their facebook page so gosh look that baba ganoush it's three dollars and 99 cents and it's smoked eggplant uh dip made with garlic and tahini uh drizzled with olive oil and served with pita bread um I'm slowly getting to like hummus, um, especially when you're able to add different spices and so forth to it. So they do also have hummus there as well. Again, I think that, that is more Middle Eastern anyway. So, but you know, tr- traditional um, chickpea um, hummus is made of chickpea. If you're not familiar, but it's a tr- traditional chickpea dip made with tahini. Uh, again, drizzled with olive oil and also served with pita bread. Um, they have uh, za'atar fries. So, uh, dried thyme on french fries. That sounds interesting. Something I would try at least once. I'm like, that entire mixture that they have there, yeah, it sounds delicious, actually. To be perfectly honest. Uh, wow. Uh, I believe that's shawarma fries. Uh, it's fries topped with beef and chicken shawarma, uh, tahini sauce, garlic mayo, and their house-made um, hot sauce, which is optional. You know, can be kind of spicy, and that's six ninety-nine. So you know, I'm looking at again at all these prices on here, um, and they're very reasonable. I mean. The beef shawarma is seven nine seven forty nine. I like to round up. <laughs> uh, the actual plates, like uh, the plate beef shawarma, uh, turmeric rice topped with grilled beef shawarma uh, and served with house salad. That's nine dollars eight forty nine. And then of course they do have, they do have desserts. You can't go anywhere without having a dessert. Well. If you're on a budget, you can. Um, but yeah, you know, they have desserts. I, I mentioned. I don't think it's baklava. Or maybe it is supposed to be baklava. Yeah, see. It's all in pronunciation, people. We're all in pronunciation. <laughs> but again, definitely check out uh, the um, Zayat and Zayater. Uh, on their Facebook page um, to find out more information about their menu. Um, They are once again located at um, 1626 Selby Avenue. That is in St. Paul. Um, If you want to call them, their telephone number is also available at 651-493-7438. Zayat and Zayater. I'm going to have to recruit a friend uh, his name is Avi. A friend, a, a mutual friend, I'll say, uh, of 
a friend by the name of Aaron Gabriel. So you need to get in contact with him and tell him, uh, yes, Wesley is waiting. <laughs> the Ambuji foodie is waiting, I should say. Uh, <laughs> we need to find, a, you know, a, a Persian restaurant or if he's familiar with maybe having some Middle Eastern, might be able to give some suggestions. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you, you, you never know when uh, you have that friend that you could turn to and say, hey, you know, guess what? Uh, I, I'd like to <laughs> I'd like for you to tell me, you know, something to uh, have that from a cuisine that I've never had before. <laughs> you need to direct me anyway. Uh, again, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to the, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, the, uh, I won't say the opinions, the food offerings of the Ambuji Foodie on WEQY 104.7, the voice of the East Side. Uh, again, I am your host. I am here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, on your dial. You know, if you're in the local neighborhood uh tune in you know on your radio and just take a listen this will give you the opportunity to get ready for the rest of your day if you want to go out to lunch or maybe take your family out to dinner later on that's why i'm up early with you at this time so that (laughs) i can make sure that i give you a suggestion so you could use it later on or maybe later on in the week or for the weekend you never know but yes, I am here every Saturday at 10 a.m. only on WEQY um, 104.7 FM station. Uh, the voice of the East Side. Uh, give a shout out to all those that are listening on TuneIn. Thank you so much for streaming the show live. So if you, even if you're not, you know, local within, uh, you know, the St. Paul, East St. Paul area. Um, you still have an opportunity to listen to the show live. So by downloading the TuneIn app, um, and it is a free app, uh, you can certainly um, search for WEQY and listen to my show as well as many other shows um, that are hosted by uh, the other wonderful show hosts of WEQY. So I want to, I feel I need to talk about that subject now of how do you know that you're going to be having a great or maybe not so great experience uh, at a restaurant? Uh, And I know, you know, a lot of, this is not a show about being negative to a restaurant and that's not what this topic is either. However, it is to kind of help you just as a consumer or a person that goes out to a restaurant, which some might say, you know, well, why do you have to go out to a restaurant? Why can't you just cook at home? Well, that is true, too. But sometimes you want to go out to a restaurant and enjoy yourself. So I'm just saying, you know, if you do go out, you know, how can you kind of see something about to happen (laughs) Uh, what type of experience you're about to have uh, at a particular restaurant well there is an article in that I'm going to share with you um, that I believe was in 
city pages um and yeah it talked uh, specifically about that uh, uh clearly you know it, people have had these situations before but you know six signs that you're about to have a bad restaurant experience and how to get out <laughs> before you really experience that <laughs> number one uh the place is empty you know at peak hours so you go there when you think okay well you're not really trying to go there at a time where it's going to be really busy anyway but you know that in between let's just say that uh lunch hour or uh, you know dinner time uh, is lunch is between what uh 11 30 to 1 30 or 2 o'clock or so, around that time period uh, or if it's dinner time maybe five to seven or four to six or something that this year you're thinking okay well yeah i'm preparing myself already it's going to be a little bit busy um but it's fine i'll still go i know that it's peak hours um (laughs) a clue is if you are sitting there and that you really don't see that many people in the restaurant that you've gone to (laughs) um yeah if you are not being approached by anyone uh, or you know you're you're sitting there and you're looking at the menu trying to you know scope things out you know you're hoping to see something on there that might catch your attention or even someone in the restaurant that is either a server or an attendant uh, that is will come up to you and you could ask hey what do you suggest um you know i have on the menu or what's your best item on the menu uh, if you don't see that props within the first or that you don't experience that within like the first two or three minutes of either being in the restaurant or maybe sitting down at a table chances are that you may be having you might be facing having a bad experience not one that you really want to see yourself uh in uh and you might want to save yourself a little bit of time and maybe some heartache because you go in there you want to go and have a great experience but you know if you are not all within the first what five minutes i said two minutes but you know i'll be a little bit more nicer and say five minutes um it's time to go just i'm just saying it's it really is time to go um again your thoughts anyone uh how you might have felt or how maybe how you may have dealt with an actual situation you know give me a call and let it uh let's talk about that or if you want to just briefly say what your experience was you know happy to uh, have you on the air and just discuss it the next though is the menus are overpriced so you're thinking okay well you realize that you're not going to be i don't like the word but i a cheapskate a cheapskate uh where you're not <laughs> uh what did belizean say geechee <laughs> you have to understand you know belizean terminology but uh you're not trying to be a cheapskate you're you're not a cheapskate and you might dine out, you know, not overly regularly, but, you know, every now and then you will go out and have a, a nice meal. 
and you are familiar with certain things that probably are on a menu and you look at okay you know for example hey roasted chicken uh you know if you're gonna have sushi or something or the other and you see these things that are kind of like uh this seems quite exorbitant for the price for what you're getting i know we're getting what eight pieces like i'm just using sushi as an example uh sushi roll you know and it's like twenty dollars for that roll uh what's in it (laughs) and if that's if it's just the i won't say basic even some specialty rolls you know really don't cost twenty (laughs) dollars So, again, I'm just using that as an example, but it could be anything. A steak, if it's $25 for a a steak, you know, I mean, what type of steak or maybe what type of, maybe what type of restaurant you're going to. Um, (laughs) But if the steak itself, you know, and then you have other things extra that you're going to actually purchase along with your steak or have presented along with your steak maybe the steak is $25 and then the asparagus or maybe the brussels sprouts are uh, an additional $8 or $10 each um yeah uh either you're seriously in the finest dining spot in in the, the city or the state uh or they're gonna actually deliver it to you after you leave the restaurant and prepare it you know on the platter for you when you get home either way um you may not be happy with that price tag because you know here you've already spent 25 dollars for one item and that's just not even a salad i mean that is the main course yes but come on now one main one piece or one item can't be that expensive but hey, you never you never know. You never know. But again, what are we talking about? The six signs that give that there's giving you that are telling you that you're gonna about to have a bad experience. And what do you need to do to get out of them? Uh, at that point, you know, when you're faced with that, when items are overpriced, uh, hey, may I have a glass of water? <laughs> and then. Thank you so much. I just want to see what your menu was like and excuse yourself. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way, but you know, it again, if it's something that you know that at other places that you've had and maybe it's now a new place that you've gone to and that item that you've had in the past is now a bit maybe twice as much as you've paid for. Yeah. Um it's time to exit. Okay. Number three, the staff isn't happy to see you. That right there, I, I, it's, it's, it's difficult to even talk about because here you would think that no matter what, the staff is going to be happy that they have someone that is coming in and they're able to, I dote on and to make somebody feel special. But you know, everyone is not like. Maybe myself or those that really appreciate uh, being in the food um, service industry. And of course, there are so many different experiences and scenarios where, you know, that might go left. But if, you know, they're not happy to see you or they don't greet you when you come in. Yeah, that's once again another time for you to. Oh, 
I just wanted to come in and see what your restaurant was like and turn around and <laughs> time to exit stage left. <laughs> okay. Another one. Which uh, when you're it, it's about the server. When if you do not have a knowledgeable server or that, you know, all they could say is I don't know or but I, I'll find out. Um, gosh, it, that's kind of an up in the air one because you know you really want to be have a server that's knowledgeable and know specifically what's on the menu or items that uh, they could recommend. Um, you know, and I never realized that, and I would hope that this is the case when I was working at Godiva as a chocolatier. Um, and that was at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. Shout out. You know, a little plug there, but not specifically to them, but to Godiva, yes. Um, but they gave us, a, a, I mean, literally, there are 36, actually it was 40, uh, 40 pieces of chocolate to taste literally to taste and i i guess i de- never really understood that i mean i did understand it because the way of a chocolatier i could dive is that especially when you're also you know serving a customer if, and then to also in a high-end area such as you know las vegas um you are you want to be able to tell your customer or the consumer how that food is describe it in a way that makes them feel special and literally we had to describe it in a way that is as they said luxurious and makes them want to have that piece of chocolate because yes really to have a piece of if you're having a truffle or even oh i'm gonna go get a piece of chocolate uh you could go to a maybe a simple vending machine and grab you know um, a bar of chocolate or something of the nature here going into godiva especially for the different types of boutiques that are in around the world or around the nation um it's a luxury uh, and you want them to feel special well likewise when going into a restaurant if your server and so we had to be knowledgeable so likewise when you're going into a restaurant you want your server to be knowledgeable about the different types of dishes now mind you that's not to say that you want them to have already tasted everything but if they're able to describe it to you in a way that is going to make you almost salivate uh you know that you're going to order that dish but if it is you know uh, they're not sure of a dish or they have not tasted it um yeah you're, you're you might have a little bit of difficulty um, so i mean good a uh, kitchen staff or uh, you know service staff um, they know that um how they should know how important that is um that if you're not knowledgeable or you're hesitant to find out uh, information about you know a particular dish for um a, a consumer a patron of your restaurant um your patron is not going to have a very great um, experience and that's not what you want that's really not what you want the last and final thing is when the drinks and 
maybe like appetizers they don't go over well uh, maybe there's some difficulty where or maybe breakdown in communication uh, where the drinks weren't made correctly or appropriately uh, or maybe even you know the appetizer didn't come out the way that you hoped that right there unfortunately would also be another moment to realize hey you know i don't think that we're going to have a really great experience here at this restaurant and you know in all doing all the different episodes of the show um i've never really talked about something as negative um but i think it's important to you know bring to the forefront that you are a person you know that is going to a restaurant as a patron as a consumer um you want to be able to have a, a a good time or have a great experience and you know myself the umbuji foodie is all about having a great food experience so it it doesn't have to be five star restaurant michelin um james beard uh nominated restaurant or chef or anything but if the food is awesome if you know you're treated well or you just have a really great experience i'm going to share that and that's what i want for any listeners out there as well so if you again are listening to the show um, our main purpose is to bring focus to restaurants that are in the local area of the east side st paul uh, so that you could go out and have a great food experience these things that this subject that we were just talking about the six signs of uh, you're about to have a, a bad food or restaurant experience it's not something typical that is talked about on the show uh, or that you know we're bringing out or that I'm personally bringing out but you know after going to so many different restaurants um, you know I'm quite sure listeners are probably wondering it's like well have you ever had a bad experience or what did you ever do uh, you know, if you saw something was, you know, probably not the way that you liked it or something. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I can't really say that I've had a bad experience. Um, but this also helped me. So hopefully it will help you to see that if you are about to have one before it goes to that length of having a bad food experience, uh, what you how what you could do to recognize you know that's going to happen and you don't want that to happen so that's that's important very very important uh you know thank you all so much again for for tuning in uh if you have questions or comments um you know as i mentioned you know definitely we had that sub that topic but it, for any topic uh if it's related in relation to food uh please feel free to give you know us a call and we could discuss it uh, maybe it's a recipe that you'd like to share or some particular uh area that you'd like to mention and i think i do have a caller Hello. Hello, caller. Uh, thanks so much for calling. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is uh, Beverly, and I'm calling from Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Hi, Beverly. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for calling in to WEQI. You are listening and speaking to the Unbougie Foodie. 
What's your comment on that subject or any subject? Well, I I know that the unbougie foodie is a very um, personable, charming, nice person, does not like to make other people feel bad. And I just feel like the suggestions that they gave in the article are kind of unrealistic. And that that's just my opinion. Um, honestly, if you walk into a I mean, maybe the easiest one, the most realistic one that I heard was if you walk in and it's kind of empty at a time when there's, it should be a little bustling, it's easy to kind of, you know, whistle your way out and just leave. But I don't know. I can't see you doing any of those things. No, exactly. You know that. <laughs> you really can't see you doing any of those things. And I would like, I guess maybe you were about to give or maybe I could share what I would do, but... Um, Go ahead, that's what this is know, for. Um, I've been to a restaurant where it was too pricey and, um, or, or, or pricier than I expected, and um, I felt bad between, should I stay, I should have done my homework, blah, 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 but then on top of it being pricey, it seems that the staff was maybe used to or accustomed to, you know, maybe getting that reaction, so they were a little, you know, moved <laughs> themselves, so it made it easier to say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm not going to not gonna stay. Was there anything that we can do or get that we didn't say, oh, no, it's just we changed our mind. Right, exactly, So, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that either, you know, so I think that was point, one of the points, number two, specifically, that I mentioned that uh, the menu items are overpriced. So, no, I hear exactly what you're saying. But I can't see you getting at the meeting. Just, you're, you're not. you be like, well, what's talking about this experience? <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to put it out there because I'm quite sure that people are wondering, who is this person? How does she know? Of the Ambuji foodie. This is my sister, folks. Now, mind you, she is calling from Los Angeles, California. She has been here and visited, and she was on the show as well. Um, you know, talking about her uh, her uh, her time here for the Minnesota Food and Wine Experience. But she knows and me very well. On <laughs> Yeah, she does. But you know, it's a topic that I think people. I think they really need to they need to know about or they need to at least know that hey this is something that is of concern or uh, yeah I agree I like what you said earlier about being a consumer and really you know taking it into your own hand like to the power of the consumer exactly once you walk into a place if for whatever reason you feel that it's not what you expected um that you have the right to leave. Now, I have a much more disgusting story um, that was not covered by any... I think that maybe the article was trying to be very nice, but I think something that should be taken into consideration is if you go to a restaurant and you see vermin, uh, or the results of vermin. I There's a place, I won't say their name. Please I don't... They <laughs> don't have them in, um, in Minnesota, but to this day... I refused to go to this particular sweet shop because once I went in, and this was years ago, and there was a dead fly in the in the display. Now I was thinking, did it die from natural causes? <laughs> Didn't die because it ingested the sweet. 
I don't know, but I'm not going to find out. And, yeah. So, I, but I have, I was at a restaurant in, in Las Vegas where I, when I lived there. Sometimes I frequented. I went there at least two to three times a month. I understand. And um, I, was, I was appalled. There's, like, I want to say three or four locations, and I think I'd been to all of the locations. And I just happened to go to the one closest to my house, and I was just flabbergasted that there was a bug. And the people, that's another thing, too. You know, sometimes bugs are not in the restaurant. Sometimes bugs are brought in by patrons. Oh, you know, enough. <laughs> Ladies, don't put your person out. You never know what might crawl out of somebody else's person to yours. Oh, you know. my. But, well, um, yeah, so, but, but it was really the staff's reaction to it. First, then, you know, the patrons running around trying to, 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 to kill the bug. And the staff being like, oh, okay, um, so what, what would you like to order? Like, mm, not Hilarious. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. Oh, but you know what? I appreciate your phone call and everything. And, you know, you're always welcome to call into the show. Just like any of the other, uh, any of the other listeners um, that uh, tune into the Ambuji Foodie. And like you, um, again, want to show my appreciation for to you tuning into the or downloading the TuneIn app and then listening to the show live so that you can call in from Los Angeles. So call him and talk to him. Don't be afraid. <laughs> really awesome. There are suggestions that I know how to give. So thanks so much for your phone call, Beverly. I appreciate well, it. No problem. All right. Take care. All right. Love you, bro. So thanks so much uh, again for the caller. Yes, that was not planned. <laughs> she is truly listening in on the TuneIn app. So again, calling in from Los Angeles. Um, but likewise, uh, you as a listener, you have the opportunity to call in and uh, show your appreciation uh, to whatever the conversation is that we're talking about Um you know, and again, this show, remember, it's for you. Uh, it's for the community. Um, you know, it's not just to talk about, oh, I've gone to this restaurant. It really is because I'd like to share my food experience so that you, too, will also have a great food experience. Uh, being able to enjoy some place uh, that will serve really great food and just have uh, that's in the community, in the neighborhood, you know, St. Paul, East St. Paul. Um, I love talking about you know, these different restaurants and so forth. So, you know, again, if you are a listener that is either listening locally on the radio or abroad, uh, listening or streaming the show live and through uh, the TuneIn app, I do definitely appreciate your patronage and um, being a listener. You know, so definitely make sure that you are supporting uh, other W.E.Q.Y. shows uh, that also you could listen to. Um, you know, we are available within the community. And again, we are here for you as, you know, for the community. You know, I am. It's coming to the top of the hour. And I want to thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, as always, I'd like to end the show by encouraging you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be. Because really, it is all about the food. Until next time. 
peace and get out there and enjoy some food. <laughs>